funny, you guys. Oh my gosh, I am so tired. So tired. It's not so much on. Physical tired is mental drainage. <laughs> um, you know, Dr. D, she be, I be trying to like, making sure everything is the way it's supposed to be. But y'all know, y'all know my mama passed, right? So we still dealing with the ramifications of that. You know, um, we haven't got the death certificate yet. The doctors, uh, the funeral home tells us that they're waiting on the doctor to sign the doctor's certificate. We call the hospital, the nurse, talking about uh, every time we call is either like last time it was the hurricane, he wasn't there. Then last time he was in surgery. Then the last time he had to go to another hospital. It, it's always something. And, um, like me and the family was getting together like, wait a minute. Do they know something? Did they do they know that they may have messed up with my mom? I'm telling y'all, mom, when we went up there that weekend, man, she was doing good. You know, yeah, she had a minor stroke. One side of her body, she couldn't feel nothing, right? So she was gonna need help. Period. And my mom, she's a very strong person. And um, you know, it's that just how us women are in their family. We are the backbone. We are the strength. Period. We very strong will, <laughs> very <laughs> alpha mentality, right? Um, but in the same token, our hearts are open. We gentle. I mean, we do the we'll do the last to make sure somebody have. Um, we have those good qualities. We're not out here to, you know how some people just get involved with other people just to destroy their life or just to get something from them or just to make sure that they're there for them and that's it. Well, no, I can honestly say we was not raised that way. I didn't raise my children that way. But on the flip side, people just be jealous and just be doing some wicked stuff, right? Well, uh, make a long story short, um... You know, she um she she chose, she didn't have to, but that's what she wanted to do when my sister passed in two thousand and sixteen. In two thousand sixteen, that's why it's so close. In two thousand sixteen my baby sister died, right? And um man. Matter of fact, I think I'm trying to see did she make it when I came back from my mission trip to Africa? Yeah, she she passed right before her birthday. Okay, so they have three children. She had three children. The baby girl was just made two years old. So you see how fresh this is, right? Then I have my nephew. Then I had my oldest nephew, which he's the bomb, man. He's the strength. And I just was talking to him a couple of days ago to just be encouraged. You know, uh, I feel what you feel because I was the oldest going through all that rhetoric with my mama. You know, my mama, she's something, yeah. She's something. She had a little something, something going on, you know. You know, but that just, when you think about her era growing up, 
and the things that she encountered, you kind of can understand a little, you know what I'm saying, how she was the way she was. And that's how I had to understand generation stuff, different things, different times. And that's why the generation that's before us should have more understanding for the generation that they're following because we had to encounter more than what what they're encountering. Like, this generation, man, it's no excuse to me because everything, I mean, everything is digital. I mean, you could do your homework online and get a straight A. I don't understand how a person in school right now can fail. And that's why I'm so teed off of my nephew, you know. Now, he tripping, y'all. He he didn't let this dude punk him. He claimed he ain't being punk, but we didn't got the Instagrams and everything. So, the last three months, we've been dealing with this with him, right? But this time, it's a, it's a struggle. It, it's, it's just over with. To the point where he went and got, talking about getting a gun. We got a picture of the gun. All kind of foolishness. Now, I got to I gotta go down here. Right? And find out what's going on in the house because you in my mama house, bro. You in the place in the land of milk and honey. You acting like you want he keep telling us, you know, nobody nobody won't nobody ain't treat me like an adult. I can't even go you mean to I gotta ask to go get something out the refrigerator? Hell yeah, you is punished. And you not an adult. You fifteen years old, bro. You haven't been watching the news? Do you think all that's fake on the news? You know what this dude going to say? Well, Trump said it's fake news, so I don't believe all that. Y'all, y'all know if I was there, I would have slapped the hell out that boy. I would have slapped him right then and there. Oh, he going to get slapped because I'm on the way down there. He going to get it. So this is what we had to do. Um, Yesterday... No, two days ago, right? He done embraced up on this. Nah, well, let me rewind. It's two weeks ago, right? They about to go Christmas shopping, right? They have their little Christmas fund that my mom always set up for them, right? All right? So every year around this time, they get a chance to pull out their little money and go Christmas shopping. Well, my mom and husband, you know, he's a widow now because, you know, He's still going through his little thing, you know, and we're still trying to think about how we're going to deal with that. But he said, hey, I want the children to be stable. Hey, I'm not, I'm here. I'm not going nowhere. I don't mind the children staying here. I'll be the legal guardian and y'all, you know, y'all keep doing what y'all doing. We can all work this thing together. And I was like, yeah, that's common sense. Thank you. You know, but he still got his, you know, this is something new for him because he always was working. Mama ran the house, period. You know, he was the type of man, he didn't care. He going to work. He brought the money home. Mama delegated everything. That's how that house ran. And it was, hey, it was run. You understand? But now, and I told my sister, I said, you know, we're going to have to pray for him because he's still acting like mama's still out. It's been, what, three months? I can tell how he talking and stuff, y'all. He is still in, I ain't going to say he in denial, but he still, he haven't really grieved. He ain't let go. He ain't let go. They've been together almost like 20-something years. So, yeah, he ain't let go. So, that's why we're trying to stay close close ranks to the family, right? Because um, we know how that go when they have that relationship like that. And so, um, 
we have our little family Zoom call every Sunday night, right? So we've been dealing with my nephew for almost three months. Like right after mama passed, he started tripping. When it was time to go to school, he fell in. Lord have mercy, we get his progress report. Uh, me and my sister done talked to the counselor. We got uh, at the school, we didn't talk to the, we got another counselor from his doctor's office to talk to him. But now it's to the point, y'all. He just, he just, the doctor said, told us that he was a narcissist in the making. Whoa, that ain't good. Now you want to act like you bad big wolf and talk about a gun. Okay, now you got strangers coming to the house. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. You gots to go now. You gots to go. No. I I, I suggest uh, he won't live. He say we ain't treating him like an adult. Okay, okay, you could be an adult. Go ahead and pack your stuff up and go. Since you, since you think the news is fake, where the policemen just killing our young boys and men like it, like it's some kind of game, just shooting you, shooting you for nothing. And you have a, a shield of protection, a lovely home that your grandmother made sure that she got so y'all can have a stable, not only a stable home, but somewhere where y'all can grow into. And you want to act a fool and jeopardize your sister and your brother like Lord and your grandpa? Nah. Nah, y'all. So, guess what happened? We couldn't find out. He done stole all the Christmas money and went and bought these old raglet used tennis shoes. Not brand new. Used. Used tennis shoes. Used tennis shoes. From this dude, they got it on camera and everything, right? Then, and then, it was over, well, they say, uh, he's, um, my mom and husband said, um, it was 300, it was over 300, it was over $600, okay, so he then took almost $600 because my nephew said he had put some other stuff on the side, so you went, right, and took $600 to buy a pair of used shoes, So I, I told him, I said, well, guess what? Call the police. Call the police on this damn behind. So they came, filed a report. Um, got a date. It was what today is, Saturday, Friday, Thursday. No, Wednesday, because they went to the police department Thursday, the detective. And kind of find out they gave us some more information on the other dude that got the money from it, right? They've been watching him, and it was it's a whole bunch of other stuff, y'all. It's just a mess. And I say, you know what? Enough is enough. Um, so I'm gonna be heading to Alexandria because we still I still got a, a niece that just made a birthday, and I have a, a another nephew. He, he claimed he don't have the gun. I said, y'all better tear that house up. I said, if he got them tennis shoes and that gun is in that feed, the Instagram feed that y'all sent me with the picture of it, he got it. He he got it. So we was told yesterday that the detective told him um, that, that he on strict. We should keep him on strict. Um, 
all privileges are relinquished, meaning he have no privileges at all. He just get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. He said, I would even evict him out the bedroom, make him sleep in the front, on the floor, give him a blanket and a pillow because that's how the bays are in the cell block. Make him make him very uncomfortable, which I've been told him that. Y'all told him that two months ago, you see? Because, see, that kind of person needs tough love, you see? Now, we, we got to deal with COVID. We got to deal with the, 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 the babies in school, you know, now this mess then popped up. And I was like, Lord have mercy, can we just get a break? Well, I'm not gonna say we can just get a break, but it's just like unnecessary stuff. And like and I talked to this young man, I talked to this young man over the Zoom and just tried to explain to him, what are you doing? You're you're endangering your family, you know. I say, don't you know if people watching you watching you and you can come out your house maybe I'm wrong or maybe it's aggravating but I don't know how the streets run okay they seeing you come out their house bringing money out like that the first thing they might gonna think is dang they must have money in their house he can just he can break us off like that you know and then they already know he's stupid they took advantage of you bro they already know you stupid snuck and got one anyway because that's just how we was but i mean just children we just when we get you know we get in that little rebellious state but it wasn't to the point where hey i'm gonna go get a gun i'm gonna show y'all i'm gonna get a gun get a gun okay so you bad enough to get a gun but guess what you definitely you getting the hell out of here yes you are first of all you don't know how to handle a gun are you licensed to carry a gun 
Matter of fact, I don't even think you have a job. Do you have a job? <laughs> you see, they don't even think about all this. And see, these are questions I provoke. You know, you're going to answer these questions, man. That Trump. And I can't believe, I can't believe he said that. That's why I was like, whoa, Lord have mercy, God knew I, if I better not have been there when he said that on that phone. Talking about Trump says fake news. Oh, so you don't believe they're killing black boys and black girls and black women? You saying all that on that news is fake? Oh, wow. You really going off to the deep end now, brother. Wow. Wow. That's real good. You, you, you really tripping now. So, that's my little drama, y'all. And I'm like, okay, God. It's just like... There's nothing else I can do. I, we didn't pray. And um, we're trying to save his life. And it's like... He walking through the valley of the shadow of death. <laughs> the, the, the prayer is, God me, lead me not into temptation. He's walking right into temptation. God said, I will deliver you from evil. He's like, I'm inviting evil in. Lord, have mercy. So you, you in, that's a person in defiance. That's somebody that then really got their brain walked. Period. There's too much stuff going on. So that's my sad open mic thing right there. I'm just seeing these emails. Lord have mercy. My baby, my grandbaby. Her test came back negative. Thank you, Jesus. But now she got the uh, the flu. I was feeling a little something, something, but, you know, I'm not going to take no tests. I'm sorry, and I'm definitely not going to take no vaccine. Because, you know, it probably how it's going to be, everybody that took a test, you're going to have, they're probably going to call you in to come take a vaccine. I don't even want to be on the records. That's just, that just where I'm at with that right now. You know, so. I didn't even, I didn't even look at the, I was just. My stomach was so much in locks. I had got so sick. And see, I had to make sure that I calmed down because I didn't want to bring myself back into that little vertical state. You know what I'm saying? So, like, my daughter said, Mom, you got to calm down. You got to, you you, gonna, you can't, you know, you got to take it easy. So, I have to move about my own pace. You know, it's like I see now, I have to really move at my own drumbeat. You know, and uh, I, I clearly, clearly, I don't say I forgot. It just that so much was going on that it's like whoa. And so when I finally checked my messages, I said, Oh, you know what? I need to uh, let these ladies know. Just don't have me. I can't be on the schedule for this month. Oh, if you gotta find somebody else, find somebody else. I'm I, right now. I I cannot go back in that environment at work at Jackson here, and then I gotta deal with this. You know, um, cause this is just this is just too too dramatic. And I did tell him. I said, you know what? You got your. I said, you got. I said, do you really think your mama and your grandmother would be pleased about right now? 
on your actions, that they strive, they worked hard, they sacrificed to make sure you have a better life and you are around here looking like you the Damien on the omen. And guess what? You know what you say, y'all? Well, I I don't know. It's just that, you know, I don't know why I do it, but I did it. And, you know, I can't change it. So it, it it's done. I'm like, whoa, now you got an arrogant attitude. The, the, the detective, from what I was told, the detective tried to talk to him. And he had this arrogant attitude. Like, um, well, I mean... You know, y'all keep saying what I did. Yeah, I did it, but, you know, what else to do? I mean, it's done. What you mean, what else to do? Get your act together. That's what you need to be doing. Humble yourself. Don't be speaking, with, you know, replying with an attitude. You know, so like I, 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 I told I told my stepdad, I said, look, you, you, I mean, that's your house. Okay, he is in your house. I, this is my house. Because, see, if he was in my house, he would have been sleeping. I would have made him and got that little, that little camp that I had for my uh, grandbaby. He will be sleeping in that tent outside on that patio. That's right. And he would have to knock on the door to use the bathroom. Matter of fact, I probably would have gave him a water jug. No, pissing this. Because, see, you don't, you, don't, you don't negotiate with somebody that's in rebellion. Now he acting, he acting like you know, you know. Well, I am doing my homework, but I guess I'm just not making enough grades to to pass. What else y'all want me to do? I'm like, what? I'm see y'all. Ooh, ooh, y'all just don't know. Dr. D want to get that belt and tear him up. But hey, he 15 years old. He can't tear him up now. But guess what? He need to go talk to my son. Cause see, them boys act like that between 13. Or whatever. If you don't catch them while they're young, parents out there, if y'all don't discipline and start seeing what they're doing while they're at least two and three years old, while they're developing their character and, and, and their personality, because right now um, I can watch my grandson and his personality, baby, going to be like, who, who are you? He ain't going to jump. And I can tell you right now, he ain't going to be no follower. He's going to be a leader. Okay. But you still got to develop them to have their moral instincts, that, that character that is humble. You see? We don't want to raise, I mean, come on. You, you can't, you can't, it's no possible way. It's no possible way that you'll reward negative and toxicity. You don't, you don't reward evil. Parents, you are the parents. My children thought I was crazy, but guess what? I just gave my children one look. I give them that look. I put my fists up. I could be across the room like we was in church or whatever. They straighten it behind up because they knew, oh, Lord, we in trouble because mama didn't play that. You got to put fear in them children to that degree, not fear where they'll do anything that you, you tell them to do that might harm them. But you have to put the parenting fear in them. Let them know. You're going to respect me. You're in my house. And you're going to do what I say. And I'm not going to deny you of your pleasures of youthfulness. But I'm not going to allow you to go out here. If I'm working 
hard to make sure that you have a better life. You're not going out here and just do anything. That's why even with my girls, they do what they want. But I told them, you know, the guy come. I said, oh, okay, you're a nice young man. But I'm going to tell you what, I work two jobs to take care of this one. This person got a roof over her head. And she's doing very well. You take this one out this house, you better top what I do. By the grace of God. And if you don't, I'm coming for you. Oh, yeah, I talk to them men, them young men just like that. I don't care. And you know, my oldest daughter now, what, 34 years old? She's going on 35 years old. And the last one she was with, I had that same conversation. I didn't play. Because I wanted them to, I wanted the other individuals to know, hey, I got my child back. Don't think she out here on her own. You can just manipulate her and do what you want with her and just act like she she's not loved by her family. Now I wish I had that. Now I had that back in with my brother and my dad. But you know, y'all, they, they went on to heaven with the Lord. But I'm just saying overall, y'all, it's just too much. You know, he messing with our livelihood. Bad enough COVID messing with our livelihood. You know, now it's like, wow, I just can't believe this, y'all. My my nephew going crazy. I was talking to his mama at the picture the other day. Him and, and, and my mama. I say both of y'all, both of y'all up there just enjoying y'all little heavenly world. And y'all done left a mess down here. <laughs> <laughs> I sure did, cause I got them on a picture, you know. I dedicated little, their little space, you know. And people who I, I miss and love, they fall right underneath that little space, you know. Yeah. Four important people in my life gone. I guess within a 1999, 10, 20, but I guess within a 20 year span, my brother, my brother left in, in 1999. Then my dad, 2009. Then my sister, 2016. And now my mom, she just passed this year. That's a lot. And my own doctor was telling me, he said, he said, oh, Miss Irving, Miss Irving, Miss Irving. <laughs> you got to take care of yourself. When, the, when did you ever have a chance to grieve? When did you ever have a chance to deal with the trauma that happened in your life? I said, I guess never. I just kept on doing what I needed to do just to keep moving and keep surviving, you know? You know? That's how I was, but now, you know, this year has really made me focus on self-care. It really made me focus on self-care, y'all. So that's where I'm at, and I guess I'll be giving y'all a shout-out. Don't forget about the award show coming this um, Saturday. Online, it'll be virtual. Praying the connection and everything to be okay. I do have to go back and check the links. I don't know what's going on with the links. The links are not working. When I go on my computer, they're working. But when I went through the online, because somebody called to say they was trying to register, and the link kept, and I said, oh, my God. So I apologize for y'all. 
y'all but y'all see what's going on. It's a lot of stuff going on this week that I had to deal with on the phone and stuff. So I apologize. I'm gonna go and deal with that. Um and uh I'm gonna holler at y'all later. Just pray for Dr. D and her family. I'm always praying and covering you guys and I just I'm just praying that that my nephew's eyes will be open and he understand, hey, this ain't the time for you to act like you you the big bad wolf. No, no, not right now, bruh. Because you go out there and act a fool, man, I'm telling you, the policemen, they don't care. That's why we was trying to wait so long. We didn't want to involve anybody else. But it's like, he just, you know, he just being dogmatic, you know. It's like, you know, you know, nobody want to listen to me. Nobody this. And every, I mean, he had want to have an answer for everything, you know, all about him. Baby, it ain't all about you, but right now. It's all about the family trying to keep everybody alive. You know, if we're not dealing with the police, we're dealing with COVID, we're dealing with the school system. It's a lot of stuff that we're trying to deal with in this whole world. And and also trying to maintain our livelihood, you know, and you going around stealing money. Stealing money unnecessarily. Just just crazy. You know, and my little plants, my little plants then withered away. I got my little tomato plant still trying to stay alive in my pepper plant. But the other tomato plant, I don't know what happened. Well, I think I do know what happened. I forgot them out there when they had that freeze. And I brought them inside. And I think by me bringing them back outside, maybe it did like a shock. Because I can't give them the bounce back, man. And then I got my little ivory. My lily tree. Little little tree, man. Uh, look like maybe that's got too much water, but one of these turning yellow. So, um, all right, I'm out. I just wanted to share that. God bless y'all. Later. Conservatives and liberals alike said it had no real chance. Texas wanted to sue the battleground states of Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, how Texas and Wisconsin, get into that. claiming that their voting procedures violated their own state laws. 126 House Republicans and attorneys general from 17 other red states had urged the court to take the case, but the justices tonight rejected it, saying Texas has demonstrated no legal interest in how other states conduct their elections. That's right. Lester? All right, Pete Williams tonight, thank you with that late-breaking news. As for President Trump, he was lashing out today about the incoming Biden administration. NBC's Kristen Welker has the latest. Tonight, a rare acknowledgement from President Trump that he'll soon be out of the White House. Tweeting the Biden administration will be a scandal-plagued mess for years to come. A reference to the federal criminal investigation of Hunter Biden's finances. Authorities examining whether the younger Biden violated tax and money laundering laws in his Chinese business dealings. Hunter Biden says everything was handled legally and appropriately. President Trump has often taken aim at Hunter Biden, but now a new target, his own attorney general, tweeting, why didn't the DOJ report the Biden matter before the election? All of it as President-elect Biden announced a number of former Obama officials for his administration. They know how government should and can work for all Americans. 
including former Obama National Security Advisor Susan Rice to lead his domestic policy council, former Obama Chief of Staff Dennis McDonough for Veterans Affairs, and former Obama Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack to lead that department again. A big moment for Biden on Monday when 538 electors will cast their votes in all the states to certify his victory. Lester. Kristen Welker, thank you. We're watching him. This my my thing is, y'all, Trump better watch himself. Because how are you going to go after the man's son? The man's son ain't got nothing to do with, with, with no election. That's that man's job. He all about making his money. Whatever that is, need to let, leave that alone, right? He don't want nobody to go after his children. You know, so, I mean, that man, he's something wrong with him mentally. He got the, I mean, right there with this dude. I'm so glad they rejected that. He really thought the Supreme Court was going to have his back. And why in the world Texas going to get involved? You, Texas don't want nobody to tell them nothing. You see what I'm saying? So why in the world Texas going to even interfere with this here? And I can't believe other 17 red states going to join in with him. Lord have mercy. Y'all just in all lost y'all mind. Unless Trump really got something stinky on y'all that he going to expose if y'all don't speak up. And I think they probably just did that just to stroke his little narcissist ego. I don't know. But Lord have mercy. I'd be glad when they can finalize this election and they can move forward and Trump. You know, get out the news. Go live your life, bro. Just go do something. It's over with. You done. You messed up. You had many opportunities, I feel. He had many opportunities to really show the people, okay, I care about y'all, not about me now. I care about y'all. No, it was all about him, and that's all it was. And the people voted him out. That's it. You can't stand defeat. And that's my opinion rant on that. claims about privacy concerns with a fact check here's Gotti Schwartz tonight one of the largest fastest and most complicated vaccine delivery operations the world has ever seen is gearing up with UPS and FedEx ready to deliver and track millions of doses as they head to hospitals across the country with a slew of tiny devices to monitor temperature GPS location and sudden movements this is positive control. This is real time. We know where it is at all times in our network. But online, the talk of tracking vaccine shipments has fueled untrue conspiracies about chips being implanted by the government during vaccinations. A rumor health officials say is dangerous and untrue. In reality, the closest kind of tracking for each dose comes in the form of a standard barcode on the vials, the same used for normal vaccination records. It follows the same protocols that mumps and measles and flu shots follow, which is you have to track the inventory, you have to track who received it, and that way in the future, if there are any issues, you know who got what shot. For now, health officials say keeping track of who's been vaccinated will fall to state and local authorities, but connecting that to a centralized federal database is still uncharted territory. Lester. Gotti Schwartz, thank you. Up next, the time has come, the crucial shipping deadline you need to know about tonight. Back now with that shipping deadline you need to know about tonight. With that, here's Jolene Kent. Tonight, retailers large and small warning shoppers do not delay. JCPenney telling customers today is the last day to get online orders shipped to a store for pickup by Christmas. 
Kohl's no longer guaranteeing standard delivery in time for the holiday, while Lowe's urging shoppers to order by noon Eastern on Monday. These dates falling before deadlines for FedEx, UPS, and the Postal Service next week. Some of the hottest items, the new Xbox and Sony PS5, almost impossible to find. All this driving many customers to seek out local shops more than ever. It's been pretty crazy. Online orders at Eric Brezina's Fair Game in Illinois have exploded. Putting the game shop on track for its best holiday season ever. Companies like Amazon have the perception of being the two-day shipping and super efficient. A lot of small businesses can do that exact same or better. How popular have new things like curbside pickup been for you guys? Uh, really popular. We'll probably be doing uh, close to 40 or 50 today. Beyond games, popular last-minute gifts that require no shipping, a streaming membership, an online gift card to a local restaurant, or a subscription for clothing rental. All gifts that keep on giving beyond the holiday season. Lester? All right, Jolene Kent, thank you. An amazing sight in the night sky. Take a look. The chopper from our Washington, D.C. station, WRC, capturing one of the clearest images you'll ever see of Saturn's rings from Earth. Oh, wow. That's nightly news for this Friday. Thank you for watching, everyone. I'm Lester Holt. Please take care you of yourself. Yeah, so when, when it's supposed okay. to hit, I want to be able to see the North Star. You know, they say the moon and Saturn supposed to come together, right, y'all? Subscribe by clicking on that That's something that he didn't affect all those people. That's a shame. But for now, it doesn't look good. And the truth is that Rudy has only got himself to blame for this. I mean, this dude was going all over the country, refusing to wear a mask. What do you expect? If I go around licking car windshields, I can't be shocked if I get bird flu. Or if I go around drinking at bars until 3 a.m., I can't be surprised when I go home with your mama. And as much as you might have some schadenfreude about this thing, 
Rudy Giuliani testing positive for COVID-19 is a terrifying new development. Because you realize up until now, we didn't even think that dead guys could get corona. But look, we all wish Rudy Giuliani a speedy recovery. I want him to get back to the days when his hair was melting off of his head. Nobody wants to make jokes about Rudy having a deadly disease. What we want is to make jokes about how Rudy farted on camera at an election hearing, like full-on trumpet blast. This happened in Michigan on Wednesday, and I'm pretty sure that you will hear it, but you will definitely know it. The moment when it happens, by watching the face of the woman sitting next to him. I'm just hoping to get an answer to the other questions about Mr. Barr and others who have disproven it. I gave you the answer. Point of order. The answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. Just like you, they don't want to know the truth. Well, you probably know the truth. I'm worried about they're not wanting to know the truth. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, the look. The look that she gave him. You know that look she gave him, like, I knew I should have worn a face mask around you, you smelly bitch. And it was so loud. It sounded like his butt was demanding a recount of his lunch. Although, to be fair, that fart is no worse than any of the other legal arguments Trump's campaign has made so far. In fact, it's entirely possible that that fart was part of Rudy's legal strategy. Oh. You know, everyone in the room is going to be like, oh, oh, God, all right, fine, yeah, yeah, just <laughs> Trump is president forever. Just don't do that again, please. Trump is president forever. And before you say, no, Trevor, it's never good to fart during a dramatic hearing, let me remind you that it works in all the best courtroom dramas. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. That's on my movie. <laughs> 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 that go my movie right there. Cinematic genius. Yep. <laughs> the United States Senate. It's the home of the two least intimidating street gangs. And right now, the future of the Senate is on the line in Georgia, where Republican incumbents Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue are both facing tough Democratic challenges in runoff elections. So, to give Loeffler and Perdue a boost, the GOP is pulling out its biggest gun, Donald Jangle Fat Trump. All eyes on Georgia, those two critical Senate runoffs heating up, the control of the Senate at stake. President Trump hosted an outdoor rally in Georgia in support of the two Republican senators locked in a special election battle. The rally in Valdosta, Georgia, was the first one since the November election. It was very important as Republicans try to keep the Senate in their control. At the urging of Kelly and David, my administration took historic action to protect growers of Georgia blueberries, peppers, squash, and cucumbers. Who, who does cucumbers around here? Because I like cucumbers. Can you? Oh, shut up. I like cucumbers. <laughs> mm -mm. Yo, guys, Trump doesn't care anymore. I mean, like, he even cares less, but he doesn't care. He'll just say whatever pops up. I know. I'm like, what the who hell? Who likes cucumbers? Who likes cucumbers? I'm the only one. They've got that green screen. But it's bumpy. It's so green, so bumpy, like it's got warts. I had a wart once, but it got removed. Mm -hmm. I wanted to put it in a liquid jar, but they wouldn't let me. It would have been my best friend. And look, of course Trump loves cucumbers. It's no surprise. I mean, yeah, he prefers them pickled and surrounded by a Big Mac, but still, that's a cucumber. So look, clearly Donald Trump is only going to be of limited help. But the GOP senators haven't been able to help themselves much either. You see, both of them 
are in hot water over big stock trades that they made during the coronavirus yeah. pandemic. Yeah. And at two debates yesterday, neither of them handled the issue well. First of all, Senator Perdue simply skipped yeah. the debate. Yeah, he didn't show up. John Ossoff to debate an empty lectern, yeah, which he... actually put extra pressure on Ossoff because imagine if you lost to a lectern, like the voters are just like, oh, I don't know. I guess I like the strong silent type. And while Lofler did show up in her debate, after this exchange, oh, she might wish that she hadn't. Senator, should members of Congress be barred from trading stocks? Look, what's at stake here in this election is the American dream. That's what's under attack. When they attack me for a lie, a left-wing media lie conspired with the Democrats by, this is an attack on every single Georgian who gets up every day to work hard to provide a better life for their family who wants to live the American dream. Wow. Robot and Coulter nailed that. Wow, really? You're trying to dodge a question. Yeah. You just pivot to the American dream. Yeah. She's got to be a role model for all the kids in Georgia. Billy, did you flush a cherry bomb down the toilet? Look, Mr. Johnson, what's at stake here is the American dream. <laughs> That's what we got to be talking about. <laughs> You're right, Billy. You're right. And you got to love how shady rich people always try to act like attacking them is attacking everybody. Right. If you take away my helicopter parking spot, you're taking helicopter parking spots away from every American in this country. Now, let's be clear. Even though Georgia went narrowly for Joe Biden this year, it is still a very red state. And the Republican candidates do have an advantage. But ironically, Trump might be hurting their chances more than he helps. Yeah. So Republicans looking at Georgia, there are questions now about whether the president's baseless claims of a stolen election could actually depress turnout for those really important runoffs. When the president was down here in Valdosta, uh, in a crowd that attracted thousands of people, he told them conflicting messages. He said the, the election was rigged. Hey, we go out and vote January 5th for these two senators. So what message does that does that leave these, these loyal supporters of his with? It leaves many of them confused. This is exactly the kind of thing that Republicans are concerned about. They are worried that the president's message on election fraud could essentially backfire for Republicans. If he convinces voters that it's not worth their time to go out and cast their ballot on January 5th because the fix is in. That's right. Because they indulged Donald Trump's bullshit You, you played fraud, yourself. Republicans might have suppressed their vote so much yeah. that they could lose their Senate majority. Come on now. In fact, you might say that Trump has put Republicans in quite the pickle. I like cucumbers. My man. <laughs> Live TV from 85 Plus Channels. Yep. <laughs> Sports and News. YouTube TV. See how it happens? That's why I tell people. Don't be doing that. At the, at the, at the long run, you be playing yourself. You know, leave stuff alone, let it go. You be playing yourself. The United Kingdom, America's estranged dad. Today, the UK began giving its people the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah, officially, starting with a 90-year-old woman, which is great for her. Although, on the other hand, she's the only person in the whole country who's now safe to go out. So she's just going to be out hitting the club like, Ooh, where are all my party girls at? Seriously. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the United States, it might take a little longer for everyone to get vaccinated because somebody, and I'm not saying which president, well, he done f***ed up. 
With cases of COVID surging across the country, we're learning millions of Americans may now have to wait months longer to receive a vaccine because the U.S. opted to get fewer doses from Pfizer than it could have. The U.S. bought enough to vaccinate 50 million Americans. By contrast, the European Union bought enough for 100 million people with an option to buy more. Now, ABC News confirms the New York Times report that over the summer, Pfizer offered to sell the U.S. government additional doses, but the Trump administration turned them down. Oh. Now, Pfizer says it might not be able to get the U.S. more doses until June of 2021. Oh, wow. Whoa. That's the art of the deal right there, baby. Pfizer thought that they could pull a fast one on Trump by offering to sell him life-saving vaccines, but my man Trump was like, no deal. So now, Europe is stuck with all those vaccines, and that means more corona for everyone here in America, baby. Wait, seriously though, this may seem like it was a dumb decision by Trump, but if you take a moment to think about it, you'll realize that it was a really fucking dumb decision by Trump. And let's be very clear about something. Even with the vaccine, social distancing and wearing masks is still extremely important. And that's why people need to keep following public health guidelines. And I know, I know a lot of Americans are like, all these rules are government oppression. They're taking away our freedom. It is my right to go to Walmart without a mask and to legally marry my gun. My gun's name is Mark. That's right, my gun and I are gay. Did I challenge your stereotypes? But I gotta tell you this. If Americans think that the rules in this country are too strict, Americans need to see how social distancing is being enforced in some other countries around the globe. For example, if you're upset because, oh, people give you dirty looks when you go outside without a mask, imagine if instead of that, the police pulled up in their cars and then roasted you over the PA system because that's what's going on in South Africa where videos like this one are going viral. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. In South Africa, the police and the military are being tasked with enforcing the lockdown, which is basically a recipe for disaster. Oh, and in case you're wondering, yes, the South African version of Law and Order is a very different show in the criminal justice system. The people are represented by two separate yet equal important groups. The police who roast your ass hard, and the district attorneys who stand behind them going, damn, son, he got you good. These are their stories. Here's an interesting fact. That cop is also South Africa's top hostage negotiator. Hey, hey, why are you kidnapping that guy? Let him go. What will your mother say about you, eh? Look at you, with that funny haircut. Look like you f***ed a lawnmower. Yeah, then you lost, eh? Then go home. But as harsh as South Africa's mask justice might seem, what they do in Rwanda can be even worse. Rwandans breaking curfew or not wearing masks are being sent to stadiums for hours long overnight lectures about the dangers of the virus. Oh, wow. I was in the shop I work in. My mask was on my chin. Then the police found me in my shop and said, you're not wearing your mask right. Then I got in the car and they told me they were taking me to a place to teach me to wear a mask. Whoa. Man, that is intense. Whoa. Rwandans are being forced to attend night school if they broke some COVID rules. Wow. Imagine that. If you don't like watching Dr. Fauci come on TV and ask you to wear a mask for 30 seconds, 
If you lived in Rwanda, you'd be forced to listen to Dr. Fauci all night <laughs> in a cold stadium. <laughs> the only way that could be more boring is if there was also a baseball game going on at the same time. Although, one benefit of teaching about COVID rules in a sports stadium is that you can use the KISS cam to test how much everyone has learned. Joseph, you and Keza are on the KISS cam. Why don't you kiss? No, you shouldn't have kissed. It was a trap. You must come back tomorrow night, huh? By the way, I love how that guy pulled down his mask to show how he broke the rules <laughs> by pulling down his mask. It's a good thing he wasn't arrested for public indecency. I was arrested for exposing myself like this. <laughs> and everyone was so upset, just like everyone is right now. And finally, to any American who's upset because they can't go to the gym to work out during COVID, imagine if instead of that, you were forced to work out in front of all your neighbors. Like many countries battling the coronavirus pandemic, India is in lockdown. The police here have resorted to physical punishments for those who breach it. At one point, police have seen ordering locals to do squats. Some were made to do press-ups <laughs> on the side of the street. <laughs> oh my God! The lockdown violators to do sit-ups as punishment. God damn, guys. <laughs> that is humiliating and unnecessary. Oh, wow. You know what happened to just shouting at people to wear a mask? Forced exercise is so extreme. And let me tell you something now. I would rather staple a mask onto my face than have to exercise in public. That's like all your grade school nightmares coming back to life. You couldn't be bothered to wear a mask and now all your friends know you can't do five push-ups. On the other hand, it's a good alternative for people who can't afford a gym membership. Just pull your mask down and the next thing you know, you got a personal trainer. In fact, if they keep this up, people from all over the world are gonna be flying to India just to take advantage of this policy. <laughs> oh my God, Deborah, you look amazing. What are you doing? Let's just say I ignored a few rules in India. <laughs> no, what what does that even mean? <laughs> oh my God, I tell you. This is crazy, y'all, I tell you. And that's what I'm saying, I mean, here in America, we are so self-righteous arrogant, narcissistic. We don't want anybody to tell you what to do or whatever. And I really believe if they would have just hang in there for May and June, the lockdown, we would not be in the state that we are in. And yes, they could have went back. You know what I'm saying? To at least halfway normalcy. But look at these other countries. They making them dudes sit-ups, look at Africa, Rwanda, they got to sit apart in the stadium and they got somebody teaching them how, how to, uh, why it's necessary for them to have the mask. Boy, I tell you, and, and Americans, we over here complaining. We complaining. That's why I'm right here in my house. I'm sorry. Ain't, ain't going nowhere. Just go and do what you got to do and get on back. <clears throat> Dude, get on back. <clears throat> get on back. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to see where they at. Oh, boy. Okay, y'all. I just want to share that. Share that with y'all. Election. But yesterday, he might have hit a dead end. 
The Supreme Court has now shot down an effort by President Trump's allies in Pennsylvania in that overall effort to try to overturn the election. Terry, the U.S. Supreme Court seemed to send a very strong signal late today with uh, very few words. They sure did. This was brutal, David. No question about it. It took the Supreme Court just 34 minutes between the time that President Trump's allies in Pennsylvania filed their brief in this case and a one-sentence order from the Supreme Court rejecting that entire case. Uh, no reasoning, just no, get out of here. And there were no <laughs> recorded dissents by any of the justices, including Amy Coney Barrett and Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh, all of whom were appointed by President Trump. It came in a single sentence and we quote, the application for injunctive relief presented to Justice Alito and by him referred to the court is denied. Whoa. Oof. Man, Trump is taking L's, people. Not only did they shut this case down, but they shut it down in just 34 minutes. They didn't even pretend that they were going to consider it. Wow. This is like asking somebody out. And they just shut you down immediately. Hey, would you like to no. go out with me? And Trump must be especially butthurt that the justices he appointed yep. didn't do anything about he this. He thought that was going because to work in his for mind, yep. He thinks that they owe him big time. He's probably like, what the hell, Brett? I stuck with you when everyone said you were a creepy drunk. But now you won't let me be president just because I didn't get enough votes. All of a sudden, now you know the meaning of the word no, Brett, huh? I hate all of you, Neil, Brett, and you hurt me most of all, Amy Coney Island. But here's the truth, man. You can't blame the Supreme Court for not wanting to get involved in Trump's case. That's right. Because we all have that one friend that when you see them crying, you think, you know what, I'm just going to keep walking because if I try help, it's going to become a whole thing. Yes, so exactly. So this looks like it could be the end for Trump's legal efforts because he can't appeal a higher court than the Supreme Court. I mean, maybe he'll try appeal to God. Who knows? Look, I know I'm only asking for your help when I'm walking down a ramp, but this one's important, big guy. And can we just take a moment to reflect on how hard this past month has been for Trump's people? Because it's not easy to overturn a democracy. It's actually taking a physical toll on them. I mean, Trump's hair went gray overnight. His legal team is riddled with corona. And now, one of Trump's top supporters, Congressman Louis Gohmert, is literally falling apart. It was an embarrassing moment for Texas Republican Louis Gohmert. I have uh, consulted, been with uh, our Afghan allies many times since 2000, 2001. His tooth fell out in the middle of a press conference oh, on Capitol Hill. Oh, oh. The congressman didn't miss a beat. He quickly caught it with his tongue, oh. tucked it away in his cheek and kept speaking. Gomer tweeted later accusing reporters of being more interested in a temporary crown coming loose than they were in covering claims of election fraud by the president. That is the most disgusting thing I have ever seen in 2020. And remember, I've seen everything. I mean, I saw Rudy's hair melt. I saw a human woman marry an inside-out ferret. But as disgusting as it is, it's still pretty funny, man. I mean, Trump's fraud cases are getting knocked out of their court so hard that other people are losing their teeth. And it's not like Louie over here can give that tooth to the tooth fairy, because she's going to be like, nah, uh I didn't sign up for this shit. I buy teeth from kids, not middle-aged cabbage patch dolls. And I love how you try to move on like nothing happened. Did you see that? Huh? Try to move on like a tooth in my man, my man. I don't care what side of history you're on. If your tooth falls out mid-speech, your argument is over. I know it's not fair, but that's the way it is. 
that happened to FDR, even he would have been like, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. Oh, oh shit, my tooth. Forget it. Congrats, Japan. You won. Get visibly healthy looking hair. Oh, Lord. I can't tell. Trevor Noah, no, he be, he's so funny. <laughs> oh, wow. The whole man tooth just came out. Wow, that's just crazy. Crazy, crazy.